Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me one, Hamish. Oh, I hope we're you two albums or songs. <laughs> Ahoy to me 360. Jack. Okay. Oh, are we tricks? No. I'm Oh, hang on, we're Xboxes. We're He's Xboxes. Hey! <laughs> yes, I'm Series I did feel X. Like a, yes. You, are, what, what, what one are you, Ando? I'm Series X. Is that the new one? The latest iteration. Mm, of yeah, course. Just of how course, the yes. cards <laughs> fell this time around. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way the cookie crumbles. I did think when it was a competition between the 1 and the 360, yeah. unlikely to be skateboard tricks. 360, of course, very impressive trick. A 1, hard to detect. <laughs> one de- yeah, one degree one, movement. A one, a one degree movement is... <laughs> uh, it's not a showstopper at the X Games. Whoa, it's popped a, a one. Might have even been a two. <laughs> a low point scorer on Tony Hawks. Love, it, love you to just keep going the other 359 degrees if you think you can get them. Uh, uh, ahoy also to Freya and Josie in Bosnia who are telling us what they've been up to at hamishnady.com using the very easy-to-use system mm. of uploading Well audio. done, guys. Thank you, guys. Endurance athletes. Ahoy, Hamish and Andy and the number six, Freya and Josie here. Just on our very own Eurogap here at the moment, we're in Mostar, Bosnia and Herzegovina. Currently watching the Red Bull Cliff Diving Championships. Wish we were watching you guys up there competing. You'd be a shoe in <laughs> Cheers, guys. <laughs> Bit of context for people. Yeah. We have jumped. We have been to that town. There's a very there's a bridge, an old stone bridge. It's about 25 meters off the above the river. Yeah, that we did jump from that bridge. Yeah, wow. We'll never do it again. Couldn't actually think of a more accurate analogy between a 360 and a one. Like what the <laughs> what the Red Bull guys are doing is the equivalent of a 360. Yeah. What Andy and I did is a one. Yes. those guys are diving yeah. off, fearless, mm. like doing flips and stuff. Mm. We stepped off into the abyss. Mm. I was convinced I was going to die. Yeah, we both and, got but, whiplash. Couldn't move our yep. necks for a day and a half. And uh, and Haim, uh, half your quite thick wetsuit ended up mm-hmm. your bum. Up my bum. <laughs> With half the river. With half the river. The river was about 25 metres from, yeah, the bridge. And after a lot of it went up my bum, about 30 <laughs> metres from the bridge. Like it dropped, it dropped the Haim volume of the river yes. quite significantly. <laughs> you could see some fish, some old wrecks from yes. 1600. Like yeah. really drained the lake. It got us pretty got bad. Got us good. Yeah, us I good. bruised Lovely. every vertebrae in my back. <laughs> Do not recommend. Oh I, I saw go. footage of the Red Bull uh, jumpers though, and they get something that you didn't, where they break the water with, they mm. spray the water underneath the jump. Oh, oh that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. So I think what you did was braver. That Thank would you, Jack. Make it less painful <laughs> than hitting a wall at 80 k's an hour. We need, there needs to be like a, because Red Bull own the extreme sports. Yep. There needs to be like another drink brand. Like I'm thinking Bonox, which is the beef drink, <laughs> which is like what you take on camping in like year nine and you make just a warm, soothing mug of Bonox. There needs to be like the unskilled extreme athletes yes. at that end. Like, we could be in the Bonox scared man cliff-falling <laughs> competition. Or, like, you know, here's, here's a here's a 45-year-old dad and he's never been, hasn't been on a mountain bike since he was 12. Yep. He's going to have a go at going down this trail. <laughs> so, creaky, squeaking brakes, shitting himself, white knuckles. <laughs> That's the, I'd watch that. Bonox ter- terrified middle-aged people. People. Olympics. Um, hey, 
I thought I had a special guest to start off today's show. Oh, no. Unfortunately, I don't. Fallen through. That's all right. We try our best on this show. We yes. move on. Um, backstory. A couple of weeks back, my house, my apartment, I just, Beck and I just moved house into an apartment. It got completely flooded. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I put it up Brutal flooading. People. I saw it. It was violent flooding. Yeah. It was like a very small version of um, Splash Mountain at yes. Disneyland. I um, was in Sydney while um, it was happening in Melbourne, so it was a good day for me. <laughs> Caught wind of it. <laughs> saw, the, saw the initial wet patches on the plaster and went, I might get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> so what had happened was the fire safety guys came around to do what they call a pressure test. Mm-hmm. And there's hydrants or pipes <laughs> at every single level. Ah, right, okay. And if they were to have to run a water up from ground level to one of their pipes, they need to make sure that they've got the right amount of pressure. Yep, to get right. Not yep. where they say to you, you now have to make a crock and bush in one hour. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> a different kind of pressure test. Yes. Also hard. Yes. It appears they didn't check whether the pipes were capped at our level. Uh, and we need a cap for pressure. A thousand litres a second into our apartment. Oh a thousand litres a second? That's what the guy said at the bottom. Now, whether that's possible, I don't know whether you thousand can A thousand litres a second? a bath a second. <laughs> that's what I... That's see, more than... Like, how, how much would you say a bath is? About a thousand litres? It can't be even that, would it? It can't be even that. It's two baths a second. <laughs> that's what the fellow said at the bottom. Wow. Now, whether he's right or not, it's a lot of water. It's a lot of water. So, it's, so. are there firefighters on the top floor, say, waiting for the pressure no. to come and then it's you, just getting no, out at your floor? There's no one waiting. They fire it up and they realise, yep, it's held that yeah, pressure and they stop pressure, it. Yeah, okay. I so think from memory, from like year 12 science of pressure, pressure at one end is pressure at the other, like, yes. you know, because of if it's the same diameter of pipe. Yep. But if it's capped, you need mm. a cap. You need something mm. for the water to push mm. against to create the pressure because the pressure in that pipe was... Was, was nothing. The so test is getting out. So the, couldn't they tell straight away though? They would turn the machine on and then... Well, the test normally takes, yeah, a sec, few seconds because it goes flying up there really quickly. They and you would bang. assume the, the needle would like zoom straight into yeah. the red if it was capped yep. and they'd be like, yep, that's good that's pressure. But the needle The needle just... stayed low. So they're going... <laughs> <laughs> then, again, if it was you and I there, we'd be like, just gun it a bit more because we can't leave till we see the needle go up. <laughs> just keep revving it. <laughs> They're sitting at the bottom going, what could is the water on? Having? Are we sitting here? Guys, give it a bit. <laughs> they really give it some. We want to see this needle flop. <laughs> really give it a bit. Beck's in the house, right? Oh, man. So sees reportedly a thousand litres a second <laughs> coming under the doors, right? Flying in. The dog doesn't know what's happening. (laughs) Well, no, this is the new apartment now, guys. Yes. This will happen every day. Beck then starts trying to barricade it with towels, which is difficult because it's it's got a quieter pressure. Not that the guys downstairs know that there's pressure. They're still (laughs) the towels aren't gonna send the needle to the top. The guys downstairs, apparently this is reportedly seawater coming out the side of the building in an area vent that shouldn't happen. And they went, oh. (laughs) Wonder if that's anything to do with us. So they shut it off, but the damage had been done. Yeah. It, well, you don't need too many seconds at that mm. volume, do you? No. So Beck's confused, runs to the lift. We're on the 12th floor. Lift's shorted out. Not, yep. not, not working. Everything's full of water. She then gets on the group WhatsApp, which she's, which she's on for all the other tenants, and said, hey, guys, I think we're flooding. I think we're flooding. 
they're like, oh, we can't see anything because it hadn't quite reached their level yet. Because it was getting redirected from our level because of Beck's barricade, it then starts going through every single apartment. That's true. The barricade does protect your house, but does kick the kick the problem somewhere else. Yes. So Beck's getting alerts almost in chronic, like reverse <laughs> <Yeah>. numerical <laughs> order. Or 11. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing it now. Oh, yeah, I'm seeing it now. Beautiful day down here on the first. <laughs> Love and ground floor. Exactly. <laughs> Are you and sure you got know, the right building? Yeah, and if I was kind of at primary school and used to do stick racing, it would have been exciting to see. Oh, yeah, poo boats for yeah. sure. <laughs> um, but, yes, every single apartment has been affected. Um, SES came, taped it off, said not safe to be inside, and that was Beck's Thursday. While I was in Sydney. What were you doing in Sydney? Sunny, sunny Sydney. At that time, I think, having a burger <laughs> fries. Great. Mm, mm. That's a nice day. So, Can I ask, who's yeah. the special guest then? Who were you going to get on? The guy, the pressure tester? Yeah. You were? Yeah. You wanted to hunt? You wanted to... <laughs> no wonder you didn't want to come on. <laughs> I can't imagine, can't imagine what, what my, the upside would have been for coming on the show. <laughs> Tell us about some of the buildings that you haven't flooded. <laughs> Well, things looked good. Things looked good. He was happy to come on? Because he, because Beck went downstairs. When she she got out, she had to go down the stairs to get out. And there's there was two guys, a bit younger, quite sheepishly at the bottom, having realised what had oh happened. Oh, my God. And they're like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. And Beck's like, hey, well, it's not your fault. Like, because that's the kind of thing Beck says. Yeah, yeah. And the guy, quick, <laughs> quick as you like, goes, can you tell my manager that? <laughs> Yeah. Why would your manager say? He said the opposite. Because <laughs> so, I'm known as the cap car. I'm meant to put the cap on. Usually when there's a big flooding mm. situation, have you had this yet? Because we've had this happen to our house too. The It seems to be like, not only is it like the, you know, the disaster of everything getting flooded, but someone always likes to talk about how cheap the part was that could have stopped it all. Like yeah. someone, as someone said to you like, and you know what? Those caps are 50 cents. <laughs> yeah. Like, because we had, you know, the little silver flexible, it's like woven steel flexible pipe. Mm. It's oh, sometimes behind the you, toilet. Behind the toilet. Yes. Yeah. We had one of those was just at too much of an angle, right? right? Too kinked. And then in the, in the corner, like it just was too much pressure and it started squirting out. Because you can't see it, it was just going like. <laughs> for a while. For Weeks yeah. and filled up the wall, like filled up the wall oh, cavity, just like slowly over days, 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 weeks, like fills it up with water until something gives way, and then this like kaboom, like water goes through the house. Every plumber, like every person, wanted to tell you, mate, you know how much these are? <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I know. Yeah, I understand. It's very, very cheap part because the crazy thing. And then the next guy to be there, like some insurance person, be like, crazy thing about this part. Guess how much this costs? <laughs> yep, no, I know. <laughs> Eighty cents. Eighty cents retail. <laughs> I get it. So it seemed like. Um, the young apprentice was keen to come on and talk about what had happened. It was just upper management at this particular company, which I won't name in fairness, um, has since got on to us and said, we don't find it funny. Um, no. We're not prepared to laugh about it. And we apologize for all the damage done to each apartment and all their belongings. Seems like, well, seems like a safe stance. Seems like a safe stance. But when you said, what are, you know, what are the reasons this person would love to come on? I feel our show embraces mistakes. I mean, it's the reason why Jack's... If, we, Andrew, if, you, and I, if you and I were those apprentices, mm. I mean, yeah, there would have been a heap of finger-pointing at the other guy, <laughs> but I can absolutely see that being our, that, yeah. how we would have been on day one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And we would have given him a hat, taken a no value. Like, <laughs> let's not forget the prize package for coming on the show that you could have got too. So if, this, if that person is listening, 
Yeah. I would in future. Not next year, mm. we'll be over it by then, but in the next few weeks, <laughs> if you do want to come on and give us the insight of what was going through your brain when the needle wasn't hitting the red line mm. and you were deciding just to give it a bit more, I'd love to hear that from the horse's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Open invite. Hey, people writing in and wanting to play, tell us someone we haven't thought of for a while. It's hard because... This, this end of the year is very hard because mm. the rules clearly say, <laughs> yes. and we can't change the rules, we just inherited them from the Tell Us Someone Foundation. Uh, it has to be somebody that Andy and I haven't thought of this year. Yep. We must produce honest evidence to show how, when, and why we thought of that person, that famous person this year. Often people are very unlucky with... The wild scenarios in which Andy thinks of strange uh, and some you would just think fair. forgotten celebrities, just fair. Um, but rules are rules, and 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 I'll stand by Ando absolutely to, the, to to my last breath. So if he thought of if he says it, I believe it. Yeah, Jacko, you've got someone you say for the song. All right. We need we. This is something we. Re- Fail at quite often is yes, remembering. Oh, you have to say one during <laughs> the example. <laughs> That's so good. you've got one, Jacko. Well, before yep. you do that, Jack, let me just quickly go through the hats. They're on my oh, side yeah, here at the moment. Yeah, great. What do you got? What do we got? What do you got? Hey, this is exciting. It's a Sydney Water hat <laughs> signed by Shane Jacobs. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so um, writing a wrong, writing we, a wrong. We, they, we did for a little bit put. Um, Shane and Sydney yeah. Water under the microscope for yes. the ads they were running, but nice to see that all. We're all having a laugh about it, and they've provided us with some merch. Yeah, they said that they'd uh, they've sent in uh, some quality hats uh, signed by uh, Turn It Off Bob himself. I couldn't remember his um, his actual character name, uh, Shane's name, but um, I wouldn't say quality. I think they've overstretched there. Uh, it's certainly not the lowest form. There's no Velcro, of course. They put that in brackets, but that's just a plain, very plain blue hat white piping on the brim. I don't like that. I know promotional hat companies give you the option of changing the brim piping, but any time you see a different piping on the brim of a cap, Mm. you know it's promotional or a sports team. And I just don't think that's what people want to wear day to day. Buckle buckle clasp at the back. uh, Well, we use a buckle on the Must Be Nice hats, so you certainly won't find two men more proud of a buckle than us. Second one came in from a company called Decked. They're like a cool, funky USA company. Um, hey, guys. That's a good. That's a five-piece. We thought we'd send you a hat so you could use it for Chit Chat Champions. Now, we don't actually. <laughs> <laughs> Who's their Australian PR? Because <laughs> they got so close there. Got so close. Good hat. That, I like it, that hat. That's good. It's kind of a, a, it's a, a mili- top. Yeah, a top military kind of green. Uh, it's got the same kind of style with a, a bit of panelling uh, and then just the snap back at the back. Probably the premier hat, I would say, with all due respect. Is that a quick-dry material? Yes. Uh, and, uh, you know, with all due respect to Shane Jacobson, just a better hat. If he'd signed yeah. this one, um, you know, that would be the best of both worlds. Finally, Hands him, down. Uh, Nosferatu. <laughs> Nosferatu Jim. No. Jim, there is some deep cuts on today's hats. Yes. Nosferatu Jim, of course, named after my dog. <laughs> <laughs> Go back and listen. We can't you've not heard that episode of the pod, but uh, yes, certainly a, a spot in my heart mm. because Nossi uh, absolutely <laughs> loves it. Can can hear me opening the Nosferatu gin bottle from rooms away, and she'll often run in, pop her head. On my lap, look at me the way only Nossie can, and I'll go, I'll go on then. I'll dip my pinky in the gin and let her have a little lick. <laughs> um, I think the best, uh, one of the, or, yeah, 
Yeah, another great quality hat. It's the kind of that carpety, thin carpety, felty type material. That's, that's good. Which mm. It's really nice. But maybe it's because good. of how it's been posted, it's almost got an inverted brim. Yeah. Where it's, cup, it's cupping uppwards. Yeah, I'm not sure. Very flat, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's that's unlucky it. for them. So they're the three Jack, hats. You'd um, wear that. Yeah, you don't often see the carpet material no. in a promotional um, hat. So uh, there you go. Sydney Water, Nosferatu, or the Decked. Uh, uh, Haim, Joe kicks us off today, but Jack... Obviously, we'll do before that. We'll come in with the opener and uh, throw in someone that he hasn't thought of for a while. It's been a while since I've thought about Yahoo Serious. Oh. Yeah. It's been a while. It really feels like you're a kid trying to kick against Dustin Martin and he just bothers you straight away. Why is that so easy? There's a movie out about him. Is there? Zach Efron. About Yahoo Serious. I know. That's why it's so. I couldn't believe it. There's a Hang movie. On, the there's Australian a movie out. actor. Oh, sorry. No, I've gone with Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the, guy, the, the Australian actor from the early 90s hit Young Einstein. No. Zach Efron's playing Yahoo. Serious? No. Oh, yeah. Weird Al. We think of Weird Al nonstop. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No. Unfair to his mother. <laughs> 50 metre penalty. Uh, you haven't thought of Yahoo. Serious for ages. Right, yeah. that's a, yeah, because I was like, wow, the way Andy's acting here. Is <laughs> yeah, we, I guess I the, get where weird mixes in with Yahoo, yeah. <laughs> differently <laughs> crazy people, and with, yeah, both, both, both definitely not appearing on the birth certificate, both and, first names, and long crazy hair was a, a and wacky guys, yes, yeah, crossover. Yep. But no, nah, no, nah, well done, Jack. That would that would pass, uh, Joe. God, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm just still <laughs> processing the fact that in my head, Zach Efron, starring of in a all movie. the scripts that he could choose, he decided that he wanted to lend his voice to the Yahoo serious story. To be honest, I was as surprised that he wanted to do the weird <laughs> L. Like, it's not too big. It's not, oh, Mike, I've got this wrong. What is it? Come in, Mike. Come in, Mike. Because he, he absolutely else. explodes outside when there's a fact wrong. <laughs> It's Daniel Radcliffe. That's who it is. It's not, it's not Zach Efron, it's Daniel <laughs> okay, Radcliffe. Okay. Yeah. Still. I thought Mike was coming in to say Daniel Radcliffe is the person that Zach Efron is playing in the movie, <laughs> and that is a weird person to mix up with. No, Daniel Radcliffe, sorry, is, is playing, playing Weird, weird Al. Al Yankovic. That is so strange that I'm mm. intrigued. <laughs> to have Harry Potter playing Weird Al. Yes. That's multi-generational. Weird Al had similar glasses. Maybe that's how they cast him. Harry, Harry Potter really had glasses. Out of respect... <laughs> To Daniel, I reckon he's got more to bring to the role. <laughs> than Zac Efron. No, than just weird glasses. Oh, okay. And weird glasses. Sorry. Jeez. What a mess. All right. Yeah, it is a mess. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I that is several people we have heard of. Let's see if we can Joe. find someone that we haven't heard Sorry, of or thought Joe. of this We're year. We're all over the shop. Ahoy to you, mate. Ahoy, Captains and Cabin Boy Jack. Hello, Joe. <laughs> nice. Uh, tell us some what a long of. intro that was. It was. Yeah. Right, you're telling us. I mean, so sorry. And good the, good that you represent the listeners there because everyone's thinking it and you got to voice it. Yes, yes, yes. There was, I was laughing, but uh, there was a lot of stuff that I knew already and you didn't really have an idea. Anyway, let's see. <laughs> yeah, it would have been more accurate. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a risk yep. because I'm, I'm going to name a comedy duo. So that's two people that I that uh, Andy might have run across in his celebrity shenanigans on The 100. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to say scared weird little guys. Scaredies. <sighs> I've thought of the Umbilical Brothers this year, but I haven't thought of the Scaredies. I think I've thought of Here Tripod. You thought of Tripod? Okay. <laughs> what about Bipod? <laughs> Just the two of them. 
I think he's I, was, I was nearly gonna I was nearly gonna say specifically John Fleming, the tall one from Scared Me Little Bit. Yeah, no, he's got it. No, that wouldn't have counted because yeah. we wouldn't have I don't yeah, know if I know their names. Yep. But, well uh, done. Yeah, you got it. Well got done. It. It's That's clear for me. Well done. Of a comedy song, a duo from the, what, late, late 90s? Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, early 2000s, they're still going yeah, really yeah, strong. Mid 90s. Mid 90s to mid 2000s. I was like, Andy, when Andy yeah, and I, I started doing radio, yeah, right. we liked to try and do some funny songs, and we had one of our early bosses say, guys, Drop the funny songs. Unless you're as good as the scared weird little guys, <laughs> no one wants to hear it. Yeah. So it became, we thought about them a lot back in the day because every time we thought of a funny song, we'd go, but is it as good as the scared weird little guys? Because that's the yeah, whole Yeah, well, they won an aria for the best comedy release as well, which, um, I mean, you don't have to be anyone to do that. So uh, I thought. <laughs> yeah, I think that was before it was um, very coveted and a hard aria to win. After that, it became quite a prestigious award. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Joe, which hat, Nosferatu uh, decked or a Sydney water signed by Shane Jacobson? Um, just going to take the Sydney water. Sydney water wow. Place. Sydney water. Wow. Yeah, okay. Well, that is a surprise, but Joe, well done. Thank you, my friend. Uh, from Joe to Jim. Ahoy, Jim. Ahoy, boys. How are we? Yeah, good. Tell us someone we haven't thought of for a while. Uh, I'm hoping Jumping Jai to Rima. Good one. <laughs> I have, I'm afraid. Really? Um, wow. Yeah, I was, Steve Hooker came up in a conversation the other day yes. and he, Jumping Jai was named in, because he was in that same, was it the same Olympics or are they just both jumping men that represented? Similar period of jumping. Similar period of I jumping. I reckon so, Steve came after Jai. Jai yeah. was 2000, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah Jai was 2000. But more of, a, more of an example of like, here's a, here's a track or field event that you don't follow week to week. Yeah. But certainly yeah. when the Olympics come around, yes. you're all about it. So I have to say in full faith that jumping Jai ha- had been mentioned in those Sorry, conversations. Sorry, Jim. Nice That's one to throw on the mix. Very unlucky. Uh, Clinton, ahoy to you. Ahoy, Hamish, Andy, number six. Uh, Clinton, Clinton, who have we not thought of this year? Uh, Vulcan from the hit show Gladiators. Bad luck. Yep, no, haven't. What do you mean? Where did you think of him? They're bringing Gladiators back. Did you think of Vulcan? It's the or did only you think person of you think of when you think of Vulcan. Like, yeah. And then they did a Where Are They Angel. Now just recently. They got announced, what, probably like eight weeks ago, that they are actually returning with Gladiators. Same Gladiators. <laughs> not the same Gladiators. They'd be a bit old. <laughs> Vulcan, not not as hard to get around these days. <laughs> For people who don't know the show we're talking about, it was essentially you had to combat. Everyday people would combat just very, very muscly yeah. people. Um, Sorry, combat with padded blocks with and stuff. And like, stuff. Yeah, yeah, on on like gym equipment. Yeah. On like, yeah. you know, lots of padded. There's it's lots of padded. Kind of like wipeout, but you had to get past somebody as well. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. true. The 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 Obstacles were human. Clinton, will you watch the return of Gladiators? Oh, of course, just to see if they bring back Condor or Blaze or... <laughs> see, who knows? Oh. Like Whitney. <laughs> we, I, we wish you'd said Condor. Yeah, yeah that would have been <laughs> a tough one for us. Uh, Clinton, thank you very much. Uh, Joe, ahoy to you. Ahoy, lads. Um, Joe, tell us something we haven't thought of for a while. Uh, former Lord Mayor and all-round good guy, John So. Oh, from Melbourne. That, that's got to count, Ando, because yeah. I haven't thought of John So, no. and we do know him. I mean, there'll be a lot of people listening that don't didn't know the Lord Mayor of Melbourne, but mm. as Melbourne boys... Yeah, we didn't know him personally. We didn't know him personally, but he had a knack of getting himself in the papers quite a lot for yes. Lord Mayor. 
Absolutely. John So is my bro, I think, was the campaign yeah. for Bottle Wall. <laughs> uh, Joe, you've got yourself a cap. I think he's got it. Nosferatu, <laughs> well done. Nosferatu uh, or the decked cap, which one would you prefer? Um, I'll go the decked cap. Yeah. That's uh, a pretty smart choice. I mean, they're both great. They're both great caps, so you couldn't have gone wrong. Mate, thanks so much for playing. Appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Good work. John So, yeah. Jack, you're a board gamer, aren't yes. you? You're a B-gamer. Andy, you're a bit of a B-gamer. Yeah, like a board game. Which one's your favourite at the moment? Uh, we love Everdell. Everdell? Yeah. I've never heard no, no, of that. Jack's, Jack's a board gamer like that goes to board game shops. He's yeah, not a no, Milton no. Bradley. No, no, no. Like, no Jack's no. not playing Connect Four and, <laughs> and Monopoly. He's yeah. like... This Jack's is a playing... crowd that actually turns their nose up quite heavily at Monopoly. Yeah, yeah. And Jack's yeah. playing Settlers of Catan and stuff like that. Yeah. Even that is a bit... Rudimentary. Oh, too commercial. <laughs> what is? No, no. Well, we, I like I like Katan, but I haven't played in years now. What's Everdale? Everdale, um, you're. It's a world building and resource building, so similar to Katan, but you're um, woodland creatures. Okay. And you might, you know, build the post office in your city, build the courthouse in your city, that sort of thing. Really? Yeah. What? And, are yeah, you, and, and are what's you, guitar? Are you like a Mr. Tumnus woodland creature, Jack? Well, like you, that? you collect actually all your, as many woodland creatures as you can to your city. So you might yeah. have the shop. So you're trying to build the best city. Yes. So this is like when they just rebrand another game, but it's woodland creatures no, instead no, of humans. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no <laughs> Mr. Andy. <laughs> I, so I would, do you play this with Bianca? Yes. Yeah. Less now that we've had a, uh, had a son, but it's still our favourite when we get some time to ourselves. How many hours back before the the kid? How many hours a week were you were you collecting woodland creatures? <laughs> Pretty much to, like, if there's anything that we couldn't decide what someone would do, like the dishes or the laundry, yeah. well, all right, let's play Everdell to see who does <laughs> a the ten hour, ten hour game should settle it. <laughs> Hang on, how long does a game take? Forty five minutes to an hour. Yeah, like a mm. So the laundry would sit there, and then yes. Yeah, you would try so and hard. And you, yeah, you would, you'd be trying so hard to get out of those <laughs> <Yeah>. chores. <laughs> that, that, for Jack, that's a fine time trade-off. Yes, yeah. I would say I'm the most board game, I'm <laughs> the most pro board <laughs> Sorry, game. Yeah, in the just interrupt one more time. Remember when Jack's like, "Oh, I'm, you know, I don't have a lot of time on my hands for <laughs> yeah. the pod to come to the meeting." <laughs> No, but the thing is, we know he's got a lot of time for board games because people on chess.com keep ratting him out that he's spending like 24 hours a week on chess. <laughs> he just moved his habit to the dark web. Yeah. He's still playing a board game. Okay. No, the we original all need board game. A, we all need leisure time in our life built in. We absolutely do. <laughs> no, one's, no one is more of a proponent for that than us. Yes. So yes. no yeah. arguments here. Yeah. I Look, I'm, I'm pro board game. I'm into board games, but not probably not to the Jack level, no. but I'm always, but then I've got like, I've had a few experiences where you start to play like Avalon for people that know it is basically the TV show Traders okay, is based yes. off like, that's like kind of like Mafia or Adel, Avalon, Great. isn't it Jack? And so Secret, you don't I, play, I would love Secret, to play Secret, Avalon. Secret, 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 the same yep. sort of thing. Yep. Avalon, same sort of thing. There's like good guys and bad guys. you got to figure it out. Yep. But... You know, for some reason it's King Arthur themed, but it has no reason to be. Right. <laughs> you could just be a good guy or a bad guy. Yep. So I'm trying to I'm trying to get the the family um excited about board games, but I've got to bring it in at, at like a six to nine year old level. And also Zoe has a very low tolerance for learning new things. Right. Like 
I I'm I'm trying. I can't bring in an advanced one like Woodland Two Thousand or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, it is steep learning curves, but then you get rewarded once you know the gameplay. Yeah, that's that's not interested. Yeah. The delayed rewards. Mm. She's like, teach me now, or I'm, I'm not out. interested. Yeah. How's this though? So the other day, I so Magic Mike, good friend of the show, mm. the show's favorite magician. Yep. He. He's also a fan of board games. And I was we were talking about board games and he was like, oh, there's a good one called Herd Mentality. Very easy for the kids. All you're going to do is basically everyone gets like a pad and you have to write down. So it might be like name a famous robot. Mm-hmm. And then you have to write down what you think the most common answer would be. Okay. So it's kind of like you you sort of, I mean, it's family feud basically. Yeah. You're basically trying to get the. I think. Wasn't that well, pointless. So you're trying to write down the most common answer. And if, if you're part of the group that said the most common answer, you get a point. Okay. So. I'm like, we can handle that. Yep. Like, that's a good extended mm. family board yep. game. Now, this is an ad, I suppose, in some ways for her mentality, but this is where it becomes not an ad. Okay. For it. Mm. Jack, what is the most, and Ando, mm. what is the most important and coveted thing in any board game? The rules. The pad. Oh, yes. The pad that it comes with. Mm. Like, categories is a big one yep. where it's like, don't waste the pad. Oh, I get you know? yeah. <laughs> Don't waste the amount of sheets you got. Do not yeah. waste you, the pad. Yeah. Because you know, you know if you waste the pad. If you run out of the categories pad, <laughs> yes. you're never playing categories again. Yeah. No one's reordering the pad. No. Like, you know how they go in the back, hey, you run out of the pad, yeah. Yeah. go to the website, log on, you're like, no yeah. one's doing that. You are only playing the game for as long as the pad lasts, mm-hmm. okay? Like, the the scraps that you end up playing on, like you know, everyone's like double side the pad, double side the pad. Don't Absolutely. use a fresh page. My dad will rule lines, and I do the same <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Down the middle to split to it double up. the pad. Yep. You, can you don't the pad. need all that space. <laughs> no. like, don't waste <laughs> the, pad. the friggin' pad. Yeah. And the arrogance, like when you're playing with someone, it's not from the household where they just tear off a new page of the pad. Oh. Like whoa, 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 whoa! It's like someone. Tearing off your grandma's plastic covering on the sofa. Yes. And just go, I'll just sit on the cushions. Yeah, like, no. don't do that. <laughs> I open up her mentality after hyping the game up. Mm. No pad. Mm. What do you mean? Pa- like, provide your, own, provide your own. No, no. They're just, the box had been packed without one. <gasps> they just made a mistake at the factory. Because I'd played it with Mike, and there's, a, there's an official pad. pad yeah. Oh, I hate and that. And there was no pad. And I just was like, oh my God, this, you can't. Do this. Mm. You can't, like, I just can't. You can't. I can't explain the letdown to the people. Mm. And then I'm rushing around trying to get post-it notes and everyone's. I was like, why isn't there a pad? <laughs> there is. A, I'm sorry, there is a pad. It just doesn't appear somehow to have been included in this sealed box. This was a sealed copy of the game. Oh no, I, I can't vouch this game enough. It's really good fun. Let's get into it. So I was like, post-it notes. Well, what are we meant to do? <laughs> like, I was like, oh no, oh no. This was meant to be so easy. I had an idea. Off the back of this, right? Would we do, would we ever release the Hamish and Andy board game? Oh my God. Just, okay. Idea. Now it can go one of two ways. We either hand it over to Jack for him to start like crafting. No, no, God, no. But I mean, here's the other thing. Whatever it is, whatever it is, and it might, it could even just be this, right? My we point go, is, though, if they hand it over to Jack thing is suddenly you're collecting and doing all these <laughs> yeah, weird yeah. things, it just takes Could too be too long. elite. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what I mean. He pitches it back to us. We can, like, dumb it down a bit for the average player. You know, because it could be stuff like, you know, an SP competition or whatever, like, <laughs> as, a, as the chance, like yeah. the community chest. 
Or, right, what if we release Hamish and Andy the board game mm. and you open it up and it's just a selection of multi-use pads for other games? <laughs> <laughs> so there is almost no game, yeah. but it's an excuse to get a box of backup pads in your house yes. that would fit most games that require a writing down an answer. So, so by buying someone the Hamish and Andy... Just- <laughs> yeah, because you said, you said it's almost not a game, but it, it's not a game. It's not a game. <laughs> Certainly not. Or we include a very, very small token game. (laughs) Coin flipping game. But most, yeah, yeah. It's there's like two small cups and a ball. (laughs) See if you can see if you can move the ball from cup to cup. Congratulations, you finished the game. Now please enjoy the pads. My worry is that we're saying no one will replace the pad, which you can just do off the back we, of a board game. But you wouldn't would do that. Mm. You wouldn't do that for one pad, but you might buy. Can you imagine someone's delight if you got given for Christmas? You open up a box and you're like, oh my God, it's backup pads. Yeah, but it's got to match your games. But we make them like generic enough pads. So there's big ones, small ones, rule. <laughs> no, every game has its own like scoring column. Jack, like- we pick the eight most popular formats and we do we do a selection of pads. So you're getting a box full of backup pads. I feel like it's stationary replenishment <laughs> is, what, is what we're offering. We are. It's not disguised as a board that game. Exciting. Stationary <laughs> replenishment. All right, what about this? Board game. Fine, yeah. fine, fine. I did like we go back to the original already. idea and we make Hamish and Andy the board game. But mm. we are, if there's pads involved, mm. it's I, huge. I'm not doing this unless you get more pads in our game yeah. than any other board game on the market. <laughs> yeah, no, no, there'll be a pad surplus for like sure. Like a wafer-thin board yeah. and the whole thing's pads. <laughs> <laughs> it's like thousands of pads. Done. That, that's our competitive advantage. And whatever the gameplay is, Jack, you're in charge of coming up with some ideas to make it good. I would love that, yeah. But what I bring to the table mm. is we promise you will never have the feeling mm. of running out of the paper. <laughs> Done. That's our, that's our edge. Hey, to close out today, we talked about it last week, and we've probably been avoiding talking about it again because we're at a loss, oh, yeah. aren't we? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're at a loss. Hey, and no one expected this, this spanner in the works to be thrown. No one expected this fake chicken to be thrown amongst the crocodiles. Mm. Confusing if you're a crocodile and a fake chicken gets thrown in. Yes. What is this? What this is not that? what we're used to. Mm. For the croc tours, for the croc wars that are happening in the north, that were happening in, in Darwin, we've been following all year. Original croc jumping tours, spectacular croc jumping tours. As you probably heard on last week's show, for the vast majority of people that are listening in order, out of nowhere and unrelated to us, um, for their own reasons, the original croc jumping tours has decided to close down. Mm. After 38 years of operation, they're shutting on October the 31st. Why is this relevant to us? Well, as you also might have heard, we booked flights to Darwin (laughs) and we're taking the whole team up. And again, this isn't top priority, but it is a factor. We've booked a sunset um, jet ski cruise or we're interested (laughs) in booking one. And just a bunch of other fun stuff in Darwin we're excited to do. Anyway, that's not the priority. Just mentioning Mm. it just because it's a fun thing to think about. Yes. Anyway, we were off on a peace mission to bring these two warring companies together. Mm. Um, enough the of the focus. silliness. Yeah. That was the main focus. Enough of the silliness. Come on, guys. Yeah. Um, it's been decades of hijinks, but now let's all, you know, wouldn't this be fun? And the peace process was looking good. We're going to sit down and put the feuding aside, mm. look at working together in the future, and hopefully exchange one compliment per side. That now, well, 
you know, life doesn't work out the way you plan. No. no one was expecting Tony to shut down original croc jumping tours entirely because of a dispute he's having with the government mm. and some some demands they haven't met. So it leads looks up, like that's happening. Looks like the situation, and we've had to think about it. And we're still going to go up. <laughs> Jack wants the tour. Jack wants the jet skis. And what so, we'll do up there, we don't know. Will I, we try I, this? I, I, I will, we, idea. will we be able to crowbar some kind of peace talks yeah. in and, and claim a triumph? Probably. It's uh, not a crowbar though, Ando. Look, let, let me ask you this. Okay. If we go, like, just, just answer yes or no to this. Sure. Hamish and Andy and Jack went to Darwin, where for decades there has been a rivalry between two small businesses. Mm -hmm. There was hijinks, there was some tricks played on each other. Yes. And just a general air of rivalry. Yes. So much so that one wouldn't go one side of the bridge, one wouldn't go the other side of the bridge. Yes. When Hamish, Andy and Jack came home, that was all over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was never a shenanigan or trick played ever again. <laughs> and there was peace. That, that's great. That's, that'll be the headline. And that that begins the spin because I also think he, the timing on this couldn't be worse. What when are we scheduled to go? Like the weekend of the fourth or something? Yeah, in yeah, November? yeah, yeah, the fourth. So we're scheduled to go that weekend to Darwin. Tony's come out and gone. I'm closing the business thirty first. Again, <laughs> nothing to do with us, but boy, oh boy, the timing is couldn't be worse. It's inconvenient, Tony. If we had been there a week earlier, like we can't go because we've got stuff on with families and stuff. If we'd have gone a week earlier, yes. We could have got the peace deal. Yeah, done, <laughs> and then he could close. Like absolute buzzer beater. Yes. Just to be like, do you agree to peace between the businesses? He'd be like, yeah, mate, I'm closing on Sunday, so I don't care. I'd be like, yeah, but for the next, do you agree? Yes. With your for next, the next for the four, four days, days or whatever. Yeah. Peace. Yeah, sure. Have yeah, four yeah. days of peace, no worries. Let's still try and meet Tony. Okay, so here's what I'm proposing. Mm. Who cares? Like what's four, in the grand scheme of 38 years, mm. what's four days? Yep. I mean, I still think we get a plaque made up. Backdate it. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. And then you know what it, you know what it's sort, sort of like. Jack's Jack straight in with. I like this. It's it's like when a great player retires after a grand final. So mm. we can say that we broke a piece, we won, and then Tony retired yeah. that same day. Yes. So you we reckon we backdate it to the thirty first? Mm. Yes. Yeah. We we just get it written on the plaque, like what? it's all in. It's That's you know it's you in put bronze. A few years, put a few years water under the bridge. No one's gonna. Totally something. Once it's Plark. Why don't we timestamp our chats with him as well? It's like, okay, nice to meet you, Tony, here on the yeah, third. Time <laughs> so we so we fly up, yeah. we meet even though we're meeting on the fourth of November, yes. we um essentially reenact because mm. just due to scheduling, we couldn't be there a week earlier. Yeah. But we basically go, look, had we been here a week earlier, we'd, we'd absolutely have this mm, conversation. Exactly. Same conversation. Yes. Do you agree if it was a week earlier, you would have peace? Hopefully he's <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. Yep. This was one week ago. Our attitudes would be the same. Mm -hmm. And you'd both have two open businesses that could make peace. Yep. Compliment, compliment. <laughs> photograph. <laughs> photograph the crocodile wearing my tooth necklace. <laughs> Sunset jet ski. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Flying. Great. Flying to Darwin to reenact the backdated peace accord whilst the two businesses were still open. Now, do we put it on the, do we put it, how do we put it on the plaque? Do we go on this day, the thirty first of October, or do we? Why don't we backdate it exactly a week from Let's work when we're there? So we go on this day, 29th of October, two thousand and twenty three. Mm. Peace. What about how about this? How about achievable. This? How about well, this? that's true. Why don't we do a not lying? Well, we don't go peace was achieved. Mm. We just go peace 
you know, the concept of peace would was <laughs> that, that sucks. It's a brainstorm. I'm trying to just avoid getting tangled up in a giant web of lies. Why don't we get a text message to Tony and a text message to Wes saying yep for peace? Yep. On the 31st. If they both write back yes, we can say on, on the 31st, on yeah. it was agreed that yeah, peace. peace. In fact, you, we just go on this and we make the plaque. Why don't we do that? A week before we go, we make the plaque that day. Yes. So we're obviously making the plaque in Melbourne. Yes. But we have to, you don't say that on the plaque. No. <laughs> you just go on this day, yeah. the 28th of October. Yes. It was agreed by the two parties that peace would reign between the two businesses for however long the businesses may go. Mm. Yep. Right? Love then it. we take the plaque that's made and you plonk it in the you plonk it in the spot up there. Yeah. And everything's true. You just weren't actually there on the day. Mm. You don't need to write on the plaque, you know, due to scheduling conflicts, we couldn't actually be there no. on the day. Oh, no, <laughs> like, no, no one no. needs that detail <laughs> yeah. on a <the> plaque. <laughs> yeah, great. You Done. just do the headline. Yeah. Yep. So we actually forge the plaque mm. on the weekend before. Yes. And we, yeah, have them on the line and then just go and reenact the day. What we would have said at the time. What we would have said at the time. Mm. And I think that's very, that's, yeah, not that, very honest, very honest. I was going to say, I think that's very honest. <laughs> but I think, I think that's not as, not as dishonest as is possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whole, that's still a peace deal. Absolutely. That's, and that's not a peter out, which is the most important thing for us. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. 